Dude, uh, you know, we are officially like recording this right now, but at this moment last year, we pressed record for the first time, January 4th, 2022. Uh, it's pretty amazing to think about how a year ago I was so nervous to be on the microphone and just doing <laughs> doing this with you all the time. Uh, and week after week, I still get nervous. <laughs> it's, it's, it's still <laughs> like even right. like – you know, personally, I didn't know what we were getting ourselves into because I know you came to me about starting a podcast and, you know, I was like, hell yeah, let's do it, man. I, I think coming off of the episode we had on my podcast, you know, I felt we had something to say. I actually have a little bit of anxiety, but a year ago, whew, I I almost wanted to back out of recording and doing this entirely. And I'm just so, <laughs> so thankful that I didn't. Um, can I say whoopsie? Out? Is that like bad? I, I, I don't even <laughs> right. know. But honestly, like I wanted to just be like, I can't do this. I can't do it. But and, and that's just my uh, anxiety with like, um, you know me, I'm always worried about how I'm feeling to other people. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just being able to have another full year of experience with my best friend who I can call a brother. I love you, man. This has been a journey that I, uh, you know, I'm stoked to continue. Anthony, thank you. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, I love you to death. Uh, and to our viewers, thank you for tagging along. Uh, welcome to welcome to one set. What's up, everybody? My name is Anthony Irvin. You beat yourself? Yeah. Yeah. See me myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm Jim Green. Don't even need traffic light. <laughs> okay. Good. Welcome to One Set. Dude, here we are. Season two. It's, it's pretty awesome, man. Uh, still can't believe a year ago I was so nervous. And like I was saying, I am still nervous every time that we jump on here. Uh, Same, dude. <laughs> it's it's cool because like we just we're just chatting, having conversation, right? It's not even like. It's not that deep, right? Exactly. It's not that big of a deal, right? Um, yeah, man. And it's just the fact that, uh, you know, like we said before, it's uh, you just getting a year into this. And we had, you know, a couple, you know, of our clips, quote unquote, blow up. We've had, you know, people come to us uh, that we wouldn't have thought who have been watching saying, like, hey, we really like your content and everything. So it's been cool. And, you know, uh, just first off for me, I want to say hope everybody had a great uh, New Year's Christmas. Uh, you know, if anybody, you know, that listens, celebrates any other holidays, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all those. Hope you guys had a great, uh, you know, time. Uh, you know, it was a it was a busy month for us. And, you know, we actually like 
batched all our content in the the beginning of last month so that me and Jim could um, actually enjoy our family time. And, you know, because December for both of us is very busy for us. So I thought we had a good idea of just making sure we had all our content uh, put out in the beginning of the month. So this is like our comeback episode in a way, because we haven't really seen each other in this type of way in almost like a month, four or five weeks. Yeah. So it's it's definitely been this is like the the comeback episode for us, you know, so we're, we're excited. I'm excited to get season two started. Uh, you know, uh, how, how was your Christmas, man? Uh, Fast. I mean, it's just. Um, I, I, I really tried like proactively to take time to appreciate the holidays this year, just cause like 2020 was like the COVID year, right? So everything was yeah. a little skewed. Um, 2021 actually was when I had COVID over Christmas. So didn't get to see my, like, so, um, I really made it a point to like, watch a few holiday movies to try to like get me into the spirit. Um, I was like excited about decorating my parents tree this year and their house. Um, Yeah. I really like tried to value the holidays this year because I feel like the last two were like, just not what I'm used to. If that makes sense. Right. Um, Yeah. I agree. It it feels like see like the whole holiday was like, it felt normal for the first time since like pre pandemic that like yeah. you didn't have any restrictions. You didn't have anything like hovering over you like, Oh, well, uh, did you quarantine for three or four days before coming over here? Like I felt like, you know, you didn't have to worry about asking people that. So it felt good to just have that anxiety off of you for once. Yeah. It felt really good. I mean, your pre pandemic last Christmas, like, previous Christmas before the pandemic, you didn't even have like a, like a son yet. <laughs> like you and you and Jen were just like married. And right. Like kind of doing your just chilling. normal Christmas <laughs> day stuff. Yeah. Seriously. Um, yeah. Do, do you have any uh, like lingering holiday things coming up or is everything like, is your platform still up? Is your tree still up or did you guys break that all down already? Over the weekend, we took down our outside decorations and she will leave the platform up till little Christmas. So this coming weekend, uh, you know, coming up probably Sunday, I think we're planning to just start taking the platform down. So that'll be a process in itself. But usually that takes just a day. We usually will just, you know, it just like anything, it takes a a lot quicker to tear stuff down than it is to put things up. So we'll just start putting everything back in boxes and everything. And, you know, so we're trying to get little guy to just have his last couple nights of like looking at the platform and everything. He he really loved it this year. So I I think he's going to have a (laughs) he might have a little tantrum when he starts seeing it going away. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, um, I I think, like, as far as my parents go, I think it was, like, it basically, it was, like, the weekend after Christmas, the tree and all the decorations stay up, but the weekend after that, my parents were, were always just kind of like, 
all right, let's start taking everything down. Let's start putting everything away. Like it's getting to the second, we're in the second weekend of January. So, uh, huh. yeah. So I know like this weekend, the tree is going to stay up. Um, I have like a holiday exchange going on on Saturday. So once this releases, it will be the next day, uh, Saturday. Uh, huh. but that, but then I, I'm pretty sure after that, is when it's like, okay, we're back into the regular routine of like regular life. The holidays are behind us. Let's move on. Right. Right. It's like, just like I was saying, like, back, back to reality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. This week, like with, with teaching, it's exciting to get back. I mean, I'll speak for myself. I'm excited about getting back into like a regimented schedule situation because like, the holidays for mm-hmm. everybody it's so all over the place and different right so it's yeah. nice to kind of feel like okay some normalcy we'll say right so i right. um, i'm pretty stoked for that um yeah i, I think cuz w- once you kind of get um adapted to especially like me since since you know with me working 9 to 5 Monday through Fridays uh when I have the full, you know, holiday, like week, like the seven to 10 days off, you know, it's great to have that time off. But after about three, four days in, you start losing what day it is. So, you know, I'm yeah. starting to think it's like Thursday, but I'm thinking it's Saturday and then Friday's thinking like a Sunday and Monday, you know. So by the time I get back to work, I'm like, all right, like you just said, like, I, it, I mean, nobody likes to go back to work, but it's like, OK, at least you're back on that schedule and, you know, routine. especially yeah. coming back with this, you know, we're back on our routine and, you know, we're back to filming and, you know, back to like everyday living. So, yeah. 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 Uh, crazy times uh, with the sports, right? We got baseball coming up at the end of February. Uh, football is about to wrap up. Um, and yeah, man, we have some more updated content about our, our guy uh Damar Hamlin from the Bills, right? Yes. So he's Yeah, that that was the very scary uh hit like cuz uh I know you mentioned it, uh you kind of brought it up to me cuz uh me and Jen were just watching TV that night and I get a text from you saying, you know, are you watching, you know, the game and I'm like no, and then you something i forget what you either said like something like wow or something that made me think like oh this is an injury or like a big hit it's an injury so i I, flipped it on and at that point i told you the ambulance was on the field and you're like what (laughs) like yeah yeah i'm like oh wait i'm like yeah that wasn't dak prescott's foot getting broken off or anything no I don't mean to like be disrespectful or downplay that, but like this was just something that hasn't been seen before. So right. nobody knew what to do. It was it was just really, really crazy. I mean, I didn't yeah. actually see it happen in real time. I was flipping back and forth uh between raw and, and football. So uh-huh. when I flip when I flipped back, I was like, why is there an ambulance on the field? And then I think they showed the replay once on TV and then they stopped showing. Mm-hmm. Like someone was like, yeah. stop, stop, stop. 
And then I found right. it on Twitter, and that's what I sent to you. I was like, dude, this is like insane to see because he looked fine and then just like collapsed. It was, it was just. Yeah, I was not expecting the collapse. Like when I saw him take the hit, I was looking for something to break. I was looking for like, you know, a bad, you know, coming down on a tackle or something but you know the guy got up and i'm like okay what happened then he collapses i'm like oh my god you know so it's something like you don't see and then you saw the ambulance you saw the players you know getting emotional everything i'm like okay this is serious so yeah it it, it was just a something you don't see every day i mean you get all you get dudes that get like knocked out you get guys that have like big hits but it's very rare that you see something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, did you see? Did you see um, when Nick Foles was laying there and the dude next to him was doing the snow angel thing? I did not. No. Yeah. So Nick Foles got laid out, um, and he was just laying there, and the dude that took him down, that sacked him, started like throwing snow angels on the field, and I was like. What if he's mm. like legitimately hurt? Like, right? You look, you look like a complete ball at that point, right? So, right, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, i I get like being like, like I get celebrating. Oh, you did your job. You took down the quarterback, but you uh-huh. take them down, mm-hmm. and then they're just laying there. Like for all you know, they're they're severely injured. Right. So. Right. I think that there's, you know, what is it? Uh, what's the penalty? Unsportsmanlike conduct when they are acting unsportsmanlike. Right. Um, there you go. That's pretty. That's, that's pretty so spot on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. It's so weird to watch like the victory dances after someone makes a touchdown. Like they keep it really like light and fun. And then, yeah, and and then they, they used to that. get called on that a lot, but they've they've been able to let them kind of do their thing every once in a while. Because I'm like, do they make it? A, they got a touchdown. Let, it's entertainment. Let them entertain yeah. for five seconds for the camera. And I mean, they're not doing anything unless they're doing like some type of like wrongful gesture or something, throwing up gang signs or something like that. You know, then gang, like, gang, gang, you know? gang, gang, <laughs> gang, 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 gang. Gang, gang 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 I don't know any gang signs so I'm just like I'm yeah <laughs> yeah you just say gang gang and just leave it right there <laughs> yeah just leave leave it leave it for your imagination people <laughs> gang gang yeah but but in all seriousness uh you know we have seen that uh from today that uh Demar Hamlin has seemed to regain some consciousness and uh i know you're you were just coming back from maryland tonight i'm not sure if you've uh seen this but he actually uh wrote down on some piece of paper to his doctor he asked who won the game no i didn't hear that and the the doc yeah so that's the thing that's going around right now like he actually wrote down on a piece of paper like oh who won the game and the doctor's like you won the game you won the game of life mm-hmm. so uh that's like the big you know thing that's going around now so uh you know we're i mean we're glad that it seems like he's you know he's not out of the 
Woods yet, but you know, knowing that he's regained some consciousness and he's opened his eyes since like Monday night, you know, I, I thought he wasn't gonna I thought he wasn't gonna wake up for a while. Well, yeah, or at all. Right? I mean, they did they that did too. confirm they did confirm cardiac arrest, right? That that is like actually what happened. Yes. Yeah. So to to think that he went into cardiac arrest and they were doing CPR on him for like minutes, minutes. And to think that he's yeah. regaining conscious is it's it's pretty awesome. Like you said, not out of the woods yet, but um things are moving in yeah in a positive direction, it seems. So um all the prayers yeah. out to him and uh his family. I mean, God, twenty four years old, like we were saying. Yes. That was twelve years ago for the both of us, right? Is when we were twenty four. Right. So. It's it's young, so it's yeah something something that uh, horrible happening to a twenty four year old just starting out, you know, and knowing that he uh, played at uh, you know Pittsburgh, you know he's a PA guy, essentially a local guy for us, so he's right yeah. right around the corner in a way. Uh, but you know you, you got to think like for for somebody to uh you know get cardiac arrest that chest hit had to have been pretty hard pretty brutal because yeah. he got had to be resuscitated re, he had to be resuscitated twice once on the mm. field and then once i think either in the hospital in the ER or on the road to the ER so Maybe in the ambulance somebody yeah. can confirm that for me but i know he had to be resuscitated twice yeah it's, so that had i i can't imagine his family you know what those couple hours and that for that next day had to have been like, cause you don't know, like, is he going to get better? Is this what, uh, is this just going to be him, uh, how he's going to live? But, you know, thankfully he's regained some consciousness. Like I've said, not, a, uh, he's not fully recovered, but you know, hopefully, you know, he doesn't have any permanent damage from this. He, hopefully he can, you know, eventually down the line, you know, because it's going to take a lot of rehab for him. But hopefully we can. And I would probably think in a year or two, hopefully he can, you know, get back on the field if he decides he wants to play again. But uh, it, 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 this is definitely a a career. It could be a possibly career ending, you know, thing. So it, it it's not over yet, but, you know, it's good that he's regained some consciousness. So like Jim said, uh, you know, all the prayers to DeMar Hamlin, and his family and, uh, you know, shouts out to the Buffalo Bills. There some some people, some people are saying that the Bills might not even just play the rest of the season, just depending. Um, hmm. I don't. I heard the game is not going to be played again. So I, I heard they said they're not going to worry about uh, rescheduling the game. I heard. So I I saw someone, and I actually firmly agree that, um, like they shouldn't eat a win loss or tie. Like the game should just be wiped from both of their records and just count them out yeah. of sixteen out of sixteen games instead of seventeen games. Right. Uh huh. Um, I think yeah. that's total. I think that's totally fair. Just to disqualify this game entirely, rescheduling it. Yep. And I know we we talked about this already, but rescheduling it, they're not going to be able to play correctly, like mentally, 
it's going to be a very compromised, complicated situation. So it's almost just like, just wipe it entirely, get rid of it, you know? So, yeah, um, I, I think, like you said, it's, it's unnecessary. I mean, it's one game. Uh, they can work around it. We're so close to the playoffs. And I think both of the teams are already pretty much in the playoffs anyway. So they've already both clinched. It's not gonna, the playoff I don't course. think it's really going to yeah. hurt. Yeah. So it's really not going to hurt either one of them. So, I, I mm-hmm. mean, the the only thing is the seating. And I don't think anyone really cares yeah. that much to contest it. Yeah. Like whoever comes up and says, oh, that's that's not right. That's not fair. Whoopsie. Sit down and shut your mouth. Right. And just leave it right where yeah. it needs to be. OK. That's like that's how I feel about it. Honestly. Exactly. It's it's one thing if you have money on the game or if something else, but you know, whatever. It's it's not it's not worth it. You know, a, a life was at stake, and the whole, especially on being primetime television, a lot of people were watching that game. It was it was you can't deny that it was a very important game, but it 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 doesn't matter when a life is at stake in that type of situation. So. I, uh, yeah, I. Uh, but again, before we segue out of this, just one more time, I, uh, I, uh, I think we'll leave it. As, uh, I think his uh, donation link for his foundation. We'll leave it in our comments. If anybody, uh, if they haven't yet, they want to, you know, send some money over to his foundation, which has been, you know, outstanding. I think his monthly thing for that is usually maybe $2,500. It's reached at this point, like $5 million of funding. So that's that's incredible. It's so cool. So, I mean, yeah. So we'll leave that in the description. If anybody wants to, you know, send some donations, we'll probably put a, uh, a little donation in there too, just because, you know, we're both football and sports fans. And, you know, this is definitely something, that uh you know shook the whole sports entertainment field so uh you know the one set bros are giving all our love and support to the hamlin family and damar hamlin self so you know speedy recovery my friend absolutely i mean talk about my favorite team outside of my hometown team which is the eagles like they're it and yeah I just, um, it's, it's so weird. And I know we, we want to kind of segue out of this, like you said, but, um, we want to think about like the bills remainder of their season right now. They're all always, they're always going to remember this because there's been nothing like it up until now where someone just collapses right on the field and the ambulance backs in like that <sighs> unreal absolutely unreal stuff and uh man Josh Allen and Joe Burrow just the respect that they have for each other um and both teams yeah. for each other like it that was really really cool to see and actually um like the Cincinnati stadium I don't know what the name of the stadium is I'm sorry uh but just yeah I forget the, the name of the stadium but the, yeah the the respect that was felt by the fans and attendants that were like, yes, this is, this is no joking matter right here. Um, cause Philly, whew, right. Yeah. Cringe. Um, 
Yeah, we're not the best <laughs> yeah. fans, but <laughs> we we do have a reputation. Um, but we we do have a reputation of being whoopsie. Uh, but yeah, I would like to hope true. that we would have shared the same respect. But yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, uh, it's yeah. it, it's uh, iffy. Yeah, it's right. It's yeah, I mean, <laughs> it. it 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 wouldn't be Philly if we threw a couple jabs at people. <laughs> yeah. So it was really cool to just see the respect that he was shown. And and even after they made the official statement that the game was suspended, like just the people that stayed, I thought was kind of cool. But I mean, I get why people left. They were like, well, if the game's not happening, I'm I'm leaving. But I think people stayed because right. they were like, no, we plan on being here for three and a half hours. Like, I'm going to park myself right here and absorb this, take it in. Cause again, it's a moment in history where something like that hasn't happened before. So, um, right. Yeah. It's, it's hard not, it's hard to get away from this because of like how, yeah, impa- it's impactful just that it something is. that again, doesn't happen often. It's like something that, you know, especially if I, uh, in your sake, cause I mean, you're just getting into, you know, watching a lot of sports at one time and everything. So this is something that like is almost kind of brand new to you as well. You don't get to see too many injuries like that. And plus for me, I I mean, the last injury that really wowed me, uh, I believe was when I was watching March Madness and I forget the guy's name uh, on Louisville. And I, uh, he ended up going up to try to uh, block a shot, missed it, came down on his leg, and his shin cracked in half. Oh, the and the whole like uh, sideline, the dudes were just like, "Oh my god!" And you can just because the I mean, obviously it was live television, and not to be too cringe, but like he comes down, you didn't see the leg snap at first. But then he lifts his leg up and you saw the white bone just coming out of his leg. I'm like, oh, my God. So it took him two years at least to come back. Yeah, because, I mean, with a bunch of rehab. And so that was the one of the craziest injuries that I saw. But, yeah, it's, it's something that, you know, with sports, it happens. But you hate to see something like that happen to, to athletes. So, right. And I mean, uh, the UFC things that I've seen where people's like feet go rubber and like flimsy. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, how do how does that even happen? Like, how does that even work? Right. The stuff, the stuff with um, Shy and I were just talking about this because there's um, there's that show, The Nine Lives of Vincent Man. It's if you haven't seen it yet, hmm. ooh, it's. I don't think so. It's she was asleep. I, um. And I was just up watching it and pardon me. Sorry. <clears throat> we were talking about why like the chair shots to the head stopped. And it's because Vince was like, oh, yeah, everyone smash each other over the head with a chair. That's entertaining. But the like concussion mm-hmm. protocol got so heavy on his end. Yeah. And that's why I was like. I mean, number one, their livelihoods are at stake and their health, their overall health, not just their mental yeah. health, but like everything was uh, on the spectrum. And Vince was just like, eh, stop. Right. Um, and right. 
going to PG, eliminating the blood. Um, yeah, made a big difference. I know that they like blur the lines right there right now. Um, uh-huh. But that uh, that's why when Cheyenne was asking me, like, how come wrestling like changed over so much? I was like, well. And then the Vince McMahon show came on and I'll, I came on. The Vince McMahon mm-hmm. show came on and I was watching. I was just like. Oh, like it really <laughs> explains a lot of the stuff that was happening behind the scenes that you and I didn't mm. catch because the Internet wrestling community, the IWC, wasn't that like in depth involved yet. Like, right. Um, we have our uh, one friend from LTG that we follow that is like journalist yes. and like really follows up on factual reports and like uh, we appreciate him and love him for all that he does. Um, who we met at WrestleMania and he was just such a super cool dude. Uh, our buddy John yes. Alba, right? Um, yes. Yes. Big shout out to him. Big shout out to John. Uh, and he, did you, you're not on Twitter like I am. He actually just posted that he has, um, he's been seeing a doctor. He has some hearing loss in his right ear, I believe. Um, I think he mentioned it on on his Facebook page. So, uh, so I think I saw him write something about his face on his Facebook page. But yeah, I, I the only time I'm really on Twitter is if like I get a decent notification about something. I'm like, all right, let me read this real quick, and then I'm off. Like, that's the only platform right now. I, I'm just like, don't care unless I see something that is like decent to kind of just scroll and look at a news feed or something. But other than that, like, I got to say, Twitter is definitely the least popular of my social medias that I do. So I just never I I just never got into perfecting it. I I was I was more into it uh, when I was starting out with music. But then I just slowly started getting more into Facebook and Instagram and kind of just getting those two and then more now TikTok. So Twitter's kind of been like on the back end. Yeah, you're, you know, appropriating your energy towards different networks because, you know, Facebook, if I had to say it's more your older audience, right? Like our age and older. Your Instagram is like our age and younger. Um, Mm -hmm. Twitter, I feel like is all over, like all over the place. I feel like it's a little mix and match of like everything, but. I feel like Instagram is where it is because everyone just posts photo or video content and that's where it lives. Mm -hmm. I feel like Facebook is more people like, Oh, here's a picture, but also let me talk about what the picture means. And the description is like more, more highlighted Twitter. I feel like is mostly talk, but then the picture is like after the fact, does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, like I said, that like each platform has like their demographic, where like Twitter, you know, like I said, it, it I think it's just more niche savvy. It depends on like what niche you're going going after. Sure. Where Facebook, I mean, you know, you have a a lot of different age groups, but I feel like you definitely have a certain age group that's more popularized on Facebook, and uh, you know, vice versa with Instagram and TikTok. But I feel, you know, Twitter is like. You know, it just depends on where you're searching, what niches you're trying to look for, 
you know, so it's it's very mixed. Sure. I think I think Instagram is more like picture savvy and TikTok is obviously more video savvy. Um, right. Twitter to, Twitter to me is more like, hey, I'm going to say this. I'm going to tweet it and that's going to be it. There's not a lot of photo sharing. I mean, there is, but I don't feel like yeah. that's when I'm scrolling through Twitter. It's more so people just text, 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 text. Like it's yeah. a lot less visual and more. Yeah. We're just talking. Right. Yeah. Not it's not too like you said, not too much like picture and video content it's like you said it's more just text posts and reply to this reply to that it's more it's more community based i'd say yeah yeah and snapchat's just for cheaters right we've already established that right (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay all right (laughs) all right um remember myspace MySpace? Yeah, that thing. Uh, who remembers MySpace? Dude, being able to... Well, who remembers LiveJournal? There we go. That's a fun talk. Ooh. Um, ooh. Um, so Don't age us, please. Please. <laughs> please. Uh, remember when Facebook was only available to college students? Huh. Um, that was like... I remember when you introduced me to Facebook. I'm like, what the Whoopsie. F- is this? Whoopsie. Like... <laughs> Because, like you said, it was just college people. And I'm like, I mean, do I really want to keep in contact with these people? I mean, contact with me. But then it get then then, you know, it started bringing family members in. I'm like, all right, now I really don't want to be on here because then, you know, then you're going to be having every every person's parent be like, why did he post that? Why did he do that? You don't really mean that, do you? (laughs) delete unfriend delete unfriend (laughs) unfollow 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 (laughs) until you get to where i am where i'm like deactivate i'm done (laughs) okay cut okay cut yeah i'm done yeah i mean honestly i i mean i've had i literally sign into my facebook so that i can get this link from you to be able to do the episode and then deactivate. I'm gone. Um, and it's it's tough. It's like mm-hmm. when you when you run into people that were like, oh, I was such a diehard wrestling fan in the mid to late 90s into the early 2000s. And then it's like, wow, why didn't you keep up with it? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Remember when Anthony and I didn't follow wrestling for like years? We didn't care. We're like, it's just mm-hmm. dumb, dumb. And we're not invested. Yeah. and And that's like. Right. When did you stop and when did you stop? I know you started again when The Rock came back, right? Like that was the big yeah. reason why you got into it again. I'd have to say uh, it was somewhere between our, our junior and senior year of high school or freshman year of college. Somewhere in like that 2003 I'd to 2006 say in between range. the senior yeah, I'd say in between coming into the senior or out of the senior year of high school and into freshman of college, I stopped watching because I don't even remember watching any type of wrestling when I was in college. Maybe just huh? flipping it on once and be like, oh, this is cool. All right, bye. Uh, but like you said, I once I saw the advertisement about The Rock coming back, I'm like, 
all right, I'm sold. Let me see, because I haven't seen The Rock in forever. You know, I remember the whole spiel he used to do. Uh, but I think uh, the last match I remember was the WrestleMania 17 match with uh, Stone Cold and The Rock. Rock you know, and Austin. That whole promo, Rock Austin. Uh, that was, pr- I think, 17, because I don't really remember too much of 18 and 19. So, uh, yeah, so it had to have been their second out of the third, the three that they did that I stopped watching, maybe after their second uh, match. So I can't date that. You'll have to look it up I, for me if, if we I, have the time. But yeah, I, I I actually have you. So they did 15, 17 and 19 in 98. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That will be Mania 99. Yeah, because Mania ninety Mania ninety eight was Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels. So Mania yeah. ninety nine was Rock and Austin, where Austin beat the Rock. Mania two thousand mm-hmm. was a fatal four way with um Triple H Rock, Big Show Mankind. Mania seventeen, Austin Rock, Austin won again. Mania ninety yeah. remember remember when like Steve Austin walked away from WWE because Vince was like, oh, we're going to put Brock over you. And then that's why I think I had stopped at that point because when Brock came in, I was not watching. So I think I literally somewhat after that 17, I stopped watching. I don't know what made me stop watching, but I after that mania, I I just black out. So, okay. Um, SummerSlam 2000. Oh, shoot. I, I want to say SummerSlam 2002 was when Brock Lesnar defeated The Rock for the WWE Championship. Yes. And and it was like, mm-hmm. I think that you were gone just before then. And the new era started to unfold right about there. Yeah. Because they, they have... Um, the Rock versus Stone Cold at Mania 19, where The Rock actually wins, but I, I'm pretty sure he's the heel going into the match. The 17 match was when it got real weird because you had Vince McMahon interfere, uh, team up like yeah. he and Stone Cold joined forces. Stone Cold became a heel, and The Rock kicked out so many times. I was just like, this is bizarre. Like I, I like I actually uh, started to dial back. Then I was like, this is just. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Jeez. Oh, okay. So you dipped out of wrestling before the Undertaker came back as like the American badass, right? Or that was right I about so. when you dipped out. Right about when I, I I vaguely probably remember when he started becoming the American badass. But I think I probably dipped out soon after that. I'd probably say I, I maybe he debuted it and then I got out <laughs> a little bit after it. Sure. I vaguely remember it though. So when when we were both checked out, okay. So like Hulk Hogan versus The Undertaker when the other when the Undertaker was the American badass and when Hulk Hogan was slowing down. And mm-hmm. then they did they did like Hulk Hogan and Brock Lesnar and Brock Lesnar crushed him. Um, mm-hmm. And then 
when Randy Orton started going on his like big run and tear and John Cena was like running the company, I think is when we were both out. We were like gone. We yeah. didn't even care. Right. That whole I, attitude era, oh, the whole uh, ruthless, ruthless aggression, aggression era. era. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember any of that. You know, I don't remember anything from uh, evolution, that whole era. Don't remember any of that. So, like I said, I, I probably have a whole almost five to ten years where I just didn't even like mm-hmm. care about it. Yeah, I, I probably, think that's it's a, that's that's a lie. I don't think it was that long, but I'd say probably five to seven years where I was just like I, I had no no care in the world about it. Yeah, I and I think it's important also to acknowledge um, acknowledge like Vince buying WCW was huge. And when they huge. didn't have when they didn't have when they didn't have that WCW competition, like they just didn't feel like they had to try anymore. Right. And then yeah, they won. TNA, there was no, there was no competing. TNA was like trying to give them the budget. And they were just like, <laughs> yeah, who are you? Right. <laughs> yeah. I hear. Yeah. Whoopsie. Please. Yeah. Right? Whatever. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then I honestly, I think, I think AW came along and Triple H doesn't want to admit it, and Vince would never admit it that it's like competition. No. But you you had you have top notch stars that are gonna put eyes on your product, right? Mm-hmm. Um I will say I thought it was going to be a little bit better. It 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 was strong up front. Like they had a really nice like first year and a half or two but it does feel very wcw right now um Mm -hmm. so and i still haven't caught on to it like i I watched it when it first started but like i like i and then you know i watched when the big things happen you know when daniel bryan uh you know debuted in there sam punk debuted and uh you know i watched the big moments and stuff and when there was like something big like the eddie kingston and cm punk uh promo that was an awesome promo i think i showed you that when i saw him like dude he's got to watch this one yeah i didn't see the match but that promo was awesome uh you know jericho i saw when he you know debuted and you know uh you know he's doing good work there but it's like i've just been like you know there's nothing that's really wanting to keep my eye interested on AEW, but I'm glad that they're still around to, you know, have some healthy, co- and I'm I'm going to label it as healthy competition with WWE, because I don't think they're on this, I don't think they're on the same level as WWE, obviously, but, I, but it's good, healthy competition to be like, okay, you know, you know, we have these other companies that are trying to build themselves up, but they obviously are not going to reach the level of WWE right now, but I think it's good to have these quote unquote rival companies to, you know, spark some things in WWE to let them be like, okay, well, what are they doing this week? Okay. I mean, we can bump ours up a little bit to kind of, you know, give ourselves a couple ratings of a boost, but you know, it's not like they're going to wash them out of any ratings, uh, you know, for consistent weeks and months at a time. Yeah. I mean, uh, really, 
I talked about the interview with Triple H and that guy from BP Sport when they did Clash of the Castle. Yeah. Dude, I will watch that interview back again and and say when Triple H says, because someone's like, or the guy interviewing him was like, do you view AEW as competition? He's like, everything's competition. And I was just like, mm-hmm. damn, talk about a mic drop right there. Because he he's like, our product, like, it, we can compare it to Monday Night Football. We can compare it to a movie. Like, they're not looking at it like, like one-dimensional where it's just wrestling versus wrestling. He's like, he's he's very inept or... Yeah, said that right. Inept. Mm-hmm. Um, with the idea that like, hey, we're we're pushing an entertainment product, so we need to compare ourselves to all entertainment things. And it, Correct. I think that you, I think that before we watch any other episodes of Two Bears One Cave, I would love to watch that with you. And yes, um, that's a thing that we need to do. That's a thing that we need to do for sure. Um, I know we got kind of wrapped into Russell talk, uh, and we're going to be talking a lot more about it as we approach the Royal rumble. And as we yeah. approach the road to WrestleMania, dude, Sasha Banks, free agent. She's obviously doing the Japan gig. Um, I will yeah, say, I don't Mercedes I, Monet. Yeah. Whatever her name is. I, I like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got to say, you know, not for nothing, I It's it's, it's kind of tough. Like I think that Bailey is the weakest of the four horsewomen um in the I ring. Agree. In the ring. Um Yeah. I would say Charlotte first, Becky second, Sasha third. Mm-hmm. On the on the mic Hmm. I mean, Charlotte's good, but, you know, I feel that she's more like, okay, what are my lines so I can read them back? Where you believe what Becky's saying, you believe what Sasha's saying. Bailey's good too, but I'm not going to say Charlotte's the worst out of them. I would probably put. Just because Becky did the man thing really well, I would probably say on the mic, Becky's got it for me. Sasha, uh, Sasha's okay on the mic. I, I, she doesn't really do too many promos, though. I would say Bailey is a close second, honestly, because yeah, sh- like at Charlotte is is really tough to break down because I think that she's riding on the coattails of her dad's legacy, right? Yeah. Whereas the other three are they're building themselves from scratch. Yeah, they have right? their own lane. They don't have anybody else like just like obviously if you're trying to not not that uh and like you said, I mean she's riding, you know, the Ric Flair thing. I don't think she wants to be labeled as, you know, saying like, Oh, well, you know, yeah, that's Ric Flair's daughter. I think she's trying to get out of that light, which I think is I always think- good. You wanna you want to be remembered in that way, but you also want to be remembered in, in your own light as well. So I think, I think her time away was good. Yeah. For her. Right. Mm-hmm. I think 
I think Bailey's injury and when she was gone. Now, I will say this. Bailey carried uh, what was it? The SmackDown women's belt through the COVID era. Like, yes. I think she was most entertaining thing on TV during the earlier parts of the pandemic where they did the Thunderdome. I thought yes. like she definitely gets kudos points on that front. Right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Becky picked the perfect time to get pregnant so that she could get away from that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. She's um, like, Seth, put a baby in me. <laughs> and she's like, I'm cashing in my money in the bank. I'm cashing my money in the bank. <laughs> Money, money, money. 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 <laughs> I, Christ. I, I, yeah, I actually did like how Sasha took the backseat to Bailey during all of that, too. She was just kind of like, whatever, like. But I also think that yeah. that's that's a testament to her piss poor Whoopsie. attitude problem. Right. Which, yeah. Guess what? She has one. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, to say Sasha was saying like, oh, well, I deserve to be making just enough money as like Charlotte and Becky. I mean, yeah, the, you can say the same thing about any other wrestler. I'm sure there's tons of wrestlers that are saying the same stuff like, oh, I mean, I deserve the same amount as this wrestler or that wrestler. But, you know, again, sometimes it's just a business, you know, I mean, uh, you can say that with any profession. I mean, I <laughs> I feel I deserve more money for playing shows because this person's making more money in this and I have just enough talent, but he may have more experience. He may know more. Uh, you know, he may have a better network than me. So, sure. you know, it's business, you know, I'm saying and I think, you know, you can have those same things about your profession. You know, and, you know, there's always yeah. there's always ways that you can say I deserve more money. But if you don't back up the re results with it, you know, not saying this Sasha can't back it up. I mean, she she's a good wrestler and all, but I I don't think she's. On, I'm going to say this r roughly. I mean, I don't think she's on the same level as Becky and Charlotte. So I think that Charlotte is more technically sound in the ring. Like I watch her connect and I watch I, I feel like Sasha and um, Bailey botch a mania left and right. And like just off and on here and there. I feel like yeah. Be Becky is just so good and confident on the mic that it's easy to like overlook some of her in-ring technical flaws. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. I, th I think that Charlotte is technically way more calculated in the ring and she connects more frequently. I just, I can't stand her on the mic. So I'm just like, same as me. Okay. Yeah. Let's take, let's take the next four women on the roster that you think are like five, six, seven, eight. Is Bianca Belair in that next five, six, seven, eight? I'd say. I mean, I, she, I, she's got the athletic ability. Mike skills, she could be better. Yeah, it just uh, seem, it seems phony to me sometimes. Like she, she is so stupid strong. I'm like, oh yeah, like her back and shoulder muscles. Like I'm like, whoa, she is right. 
jacked. And she was a right? track star too. So I mean, she's mm-hmm. got the build for the whole thing. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think her mic skills will a little, and can be approved. Need a little bit of buffering, right? Yeah. All right. Who would you say? Uh, say it. Come on. Uh, I I want to put Liv Morgan in this next top five. I'd put her at number eight. Yeah, because I, I feel she's in the same way. I mean, she she's she's gotten she's gotten better. I think I said this in the last season that I would say she would be given the most improved wrestler of 2022 just because That's- she got the time to shine. And I think she rose to that occasion, typical wrestling thing. I rose to the occasion. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would definitely say she was the most improved out of the last year. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Let's, let's get one thing straight. Ronda Rousey is not my top eight. Okay. I know I, I, I wasn't I, even going to mention her. No, to me, horrible. Uh, to to me um you can put her in the ring and it's a money draw attraction right but the fact that logan paul can show up or pat mcafee can show up and be like i'm the bomb and have that confidence but also execute as a like as a wrestler in the ring yeah that's like why do they both shine and Ronda's just like oh whatever like I'm an MMA superstar so I just think she doesn't care about being the wrestler persona she's just going off of her name she just continues to think that her name is gonna carry it and yeah her her name is a household name she has the whole UFC thing behind her but I don't think she cares about the improvement of the ring skills. She just thinks, okay, well I got the concept down and I'll just ride off of that. But I, I, again, as a wrestler, you mean, you obviously got to have the wrestling ability, but you gotta be believable. I don't believe anything she says. She's just very generic. She's just, you know, you just, you don't get behind her. I mean, it's, it's not, it, her, her, like you said, when she debuted with Kurt Angle, that was cool. Anything after that was like, meh. You know, meh. maybe the next couple months after that, then she just started getting like repetitive, repetitive. Uh, and then her last, the run that she's doing now, or just got done doing, I didn't even pay attention to it because it was just boring. I, I, I don't care. I don't care at this point. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 100%. Like, okay, here's the thing. I feel like they were trying to create the female version of Brock Lesnar and be like, oh, she's just that level crazy good. Yeah. And I think they were trying to do that. And then Nia Jax broke Becky's face. And then everybody was just like Becky Lynch. The, yep. Like the, the man, that's it. Brock Lesnar was undeniable when he came in. He laid out the Hardy oh, yeah. Boys. 
and he went on to beat The Rock at SummerSlam, like within six, seven months, I'm pretty sure. And he had Paul Heyman, had him in his later run when he came back. Now, he yep. went to UFC and, you know, not uh, premeditated choreography, not sports entertainment, real fighting. So right. He was a yeah. very believable champion when he came back. And I don't know if he negotiated his contract with Vince or if it was actually like, I don't know if Paul Heyman actually like, I, I don't know how all that worked out, but yeah, they, they made him the guy to beat the guy. I mean, he, he beat the undertaker's mania streak. Like he was the guy Roman Reigns couldn't beat him. Seth Rollins cash and happened. That was mania 31 mania 34. Roman went to face him lost. Right. It was like this guy mm-hmm. was un- untouchable completely. The Ronda thing, yeah. yeah, they tried, but I I just I wasn't like, oh, you're like I and maybe them putting Becky over her, which was a real weird finish at Mania 35 when we went, right? It was like real Yeah. It was goofy. That that'll right? that'll definitely be, you know, a very you know, skeptical finish of like one of the most skeptical finishes for the, the women's division for WrestleManias. Well, it was, but yeah, the closing of the show. So underwhelming. Yeah. So underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. So and they, they just called that and like, okay, good night, everybody. <laughs> it's two o'clock in the morning. Go home. <laughs> and I was like, why do I have sunburn? <laughs> <laughs> This hurts worse than my sunburn. Like, <laughs> why am I sweating and it burns? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, uh, my God, we had we had so much fun. I, um, I'm looking forward to the Royal Rumble coming up uh, in a few weeks. I'm looking forward to the road of this WrestleMania. They're talking about John Cena versus Logan Paul now as the match. Because I'm, I'm all for it. I'm hey, Logan Paul has not let me down once in the ring. No. So I mean, you want to talk about a marquee match? That's that's gonna be fun. That's got that people are gonna watch that, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this, this is definitely our favorite time of year. And for any type of wrestling fan between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, the whole road to WrestleMania is like top favorite time of the year for everybody so uh just like last season we'll, we'll be putting some wrestling content out and uh you know we'll, we are gonna start doing watch alongs once a month so i think we're uh before we press record on this uh earlier we were gonna start putting out a poll in the beginning of the month since this month already started, we're going to put it out Monday, but I think the beginning of each month, we're going to uh, start putting out a poll and uh, letting you guys, the listeners and viewers um, vote on what watch long you guys want to see for the month. I think we'll put it out. I uh, maybe the third or last Friday of the month. We haven't really decided, uh, but we'll put the poll out, let it be out for like two weeks or so. 
and uh you know we'll let you guys decide i think we'll have like three or four different uh things we want to watch along with and we'll let you guys pick it and we'll shoot it and we'll air it for the pod for that month uh so whether it'll be a wrestling uh you know match if you guys got some wrestling matches leave it in the comments we'll you know if we get enough of one uh you know we'll put it up in the poll uh so and with that you know season two we have a lot of uh you know content a lot of different you know things we want to talk about we're thinking of segments uh for the show we're going to start putting in so this is uh this season's going to be fun i'm i'm stoked and uh you know it was good to get back to talking to you man uh likewise brother i know um we stacked up the episodes at the beginning of December just because December is chaotic for everybody. So I, that was something where I preface you like, hey, we should probably get ahead of this because it's going to get nuts for December. Yeah. And it was and, a good idea because I ended yeah. up getting sick. <laughs> I ended up getting sick in the middle of the month. So I wouldn't have been able to uh, put out any content anyway. So, <laughs> right. I mean, um, and. I love you so much, man. Thank you for all that you do. Uh, this has been such a fun, fun experience. Uh, yeah, public speaking, it's not my thing. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's just I'm not built for it. But um, I'm not uh, good I mean, without a guitar. I'm, I'm only good when I have a guitar in my hand. So I'm good. <laughs> you're not good without a guitar, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not good without a guitar. Like. Eh, what what do i do with my mouth and hands like (laughs) ricky put your hands down (laughs) (laughs) talladega nights on the list for the watch along right Um, there you go (laughs) there it is there Uh, it is there if you have a favorite wolf ferrell movie comment it below and we will throw it into the watch along uh contenders right yes you good with that yes i'm totally down with that I love some Will Ferrell, so we'll we'll definitely uh, add him for the poll, if not this month, in a coming month. So, and if you guys have anything you want us to talk about, let us know in the comments. We want to hear what you guys uh, want us to talk about, certain segments, certain things. So, we, we have a full year of content that we put out, so we're still always trying to improve the show. So, we always are loving feedback. Uh, you guys can send us voice messages. The links are in the description. Send us an email. We want to hear from the listeners. So, uh, you know, from me and Jim, we want to thank you guys for continuing to, uh, you know, ride on this journey with us. You know, we are in season two of the podcast. Uh, we're stoked. And uh, I think we can probably round it up here, man. What do you think? Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you so, so much, Anth. Uh, and to, to, to our audience, uh, this has been one set, episode 53. Uh, can't wait until the next one. Love your brother. Cheers. Love you too, man.